You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. And they've even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit right. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get 15% off your order with code PODCAST15. We are special breakfast people here at Pantsu Politics, but not just when Beth and I are on the road. The truth is I want something warm from the oven every Saturday morning and Sunday morning. It's just the truth. It makes it feel special, makes it feel exciting. I don't want to work at it. So the first time I ever saw Wild Grain, which is bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries, I was obsessed. You guys, I've been a member for over a year. It's amazing. It's so easy. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. No thawing required. You can fully customize your Wild Grain box. You can choose any combination of breads, pastas, pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. And for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash pantsuit to start your subscription. Sometimes I make one single croissant just for me because I want to feel special and they're so good. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash pantsuit. That's wildgrain.com slash pantsuit. Or you can use promo code pantsuit at checkout. Welcome to Pantsuit Politics, where a woman from the right and a woman from the left accessorize the news with a fresh perspective. This is Sarah Holland from the left and Beth Silvers from the right. Welcome to another episode of Pantsuit Politics. This is our special Friday episode that we call The Briefcase, where we tackle reader or reader listener feedback. And in today's episode, I have some apologizing to do. And we also send you into the weekend with a focus on one or two news stories. And of course, today we're going to be tackling the Iowa caucus. But before we get started, we'd just like to remind everybody, please sign up for our email. Beth sent out some special, unique content this week that was really great. Um, the sign-up form is on the top of our Twitter and Facebook pages, so you can click those and sign up. And as always, please rate us on iTunes. It helps other people find Pantsuit Politics. 
So are we ready to dive into Friday feedback, Beth? I think so. And I mean, there's been a lot this week. It's been really has great and also a challenge to keep up with, but keep it coming. (laughs) And thank you for your patience with us. Yeah, we really, we try to respond to every message and on Twitter and Facebook, but uh, you guys are prolific in your (laughs) messaging and there's just two of us. So we're doing the best we can. We appreciate any patience if it takes a while for us to get back to you. Oh, please keep it coming. We love it. And, and we will get there and just give us, just give us a little time. Um, so I have some apologizing to do. Um, I lost my nuance, (laughs) um, in the last episode talking about Bernie and Hillary. And if it's any consolation, I've really lost my nuance about this in real life, in all areas of my life. Um, I have a friend who's a Bernie supporter and he like kind of sends me little things every once in a while. And he's like, what? No response. Today And I said, look, I have had to stop. It was not good for my mental health, how much time I was spending um, defending my girl on Facebook and Twitter. So it's just, it's such a highly emotional thing for me that uh, I've really had to dial it back some. But we had two listeners that I really appreciate, again, always giving us the benefit of the doubt. They they wrote in and were like, hey... We're a little harsh with the Bernie supporters. Um, Kristen sent us an email, and I really, really appreciated what she said. She was talking about Hillary, and this was her first election, and she said, I cannot possibly understand how that felt, no matter how many people emphatically tell talk to me about it. And she's talking about Hillary um, losing the primary last time. And I really appreciated that, and I feel like that's one of the first times I've ever heard somebody say that, like, especially somebody young that maybe wasn't involved in that election and especially a woman, it meant a lot to me that she said, hey, I know that was hard. (laughs) I don't know how that feels, and I won't, but I appreciate that it was hard. It it really meant a lot to me. So thank you, Kristen. And Shane also wrote in and was really nice about, um, I don't think you're really giving um, a fair time to the Bernie supporters. And they're both probably a little bit right. Well, I think that you are very passionate about this. You know, we've, we've discussed that before. Um, I did really, I mean, these were both extremely thoughtful emails Mm -hmm. and I hope that, you know, and, and this is where I've been struggling with Donald Trump. You know, we talked about this in the last Friday feedback because I've been trying to give a little bit more credence to sort of what lies beneath the Trump movement. And both Kristen and Shane pointed out, like, we are not like Trump supporters, which, Mm -hmm. you know, fair. Yeah, I actually really (laughs) don't think it's fair when people are like, they kind of lump them. They'll be like, oh, you know that, you know, Donald Trump and Bernie supporters. And I'm like, that, those are, I understand where on the surface they can appear like similar things, like this sort of outsider challenging the establishment system. I really feel strongly they're not similar, though, when you come down to the, the actual supporters. What what I think is the similarity is just that people who are pretty entrenched with a more traditional candidate struggle to understand the pull of these two. Or well, they understand the pull and they say, yeah, but that's a fantasy. Yeah, I and, mean, and, and that's what I think I was that's really, where it's dismissive a little bit. In particular with Kristen's email, she talked about how this is the her first um first time voting in an election. And I really, and I listened to a podcast with him the other day and I was really thinking back. So I'm going to show my age just a little bit, but I was a Howard Dean supporter, like a pretty passionate Howard Dean supporter. 
And I remember fe- I remember that feeling. I really do. I remember feeling like this guy's it. This guy's our chance. This guy's uh, really going to make, he's going to change things. He's going to, you know, repave the road and rewrite the map. And we're just going to end up in a, no- in a whole new place. Like, I really, really understand that feeling and that connection to a candidate on that level. And it's just, and I hate, I really do hate myself for this because I hate it when, I hated it when my parents did and still do kind of say like, oh, been there, done that kind of situation. But I, I feel a little bit like that. Like, I understand it, but like, it, it's not, I, that's what's so frustrating to me is the idea that like, Bernie is something new. He's special and I like Bernie, but his, his what he's offering, I really don't feel like is that new. Like this kind of challenging the establishment of the party candidate, like this kind of mold he's in is just not not revolutionary in that historically i guess is what i'm trying to say i think the 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 republican parallel not to again make them equal is i think the people supporting donald trump also want a political revolution they just don't phrase it that way i think it's more like this whole thing is a mess I mean, I think they also believe the system is rigged, money mm. is too influential, this revolving door from Wall Street to K Street is ridiculous. Yeah. And and so the Bernie people say, so let's fix it and let's make it what it's supposed to be about and let's change it to be for the advantage of all Americans. And I think the Donald Trump people say, so screw it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to bring in somebody who is unlike anything the town's ever seen and I don't know exactly what will happen and I don't care because it can't be worse than this. It's a little bit burning it to the ground i mean yeah. i know that bernie supporters are the ones supposed to feel in the burn but <laughs> it really feels like that trump supporters are just burn it just forget it and and you know you and i don't subscribe to either one of those things Mm-mm. but i do think we are trying to understand them and learn what we can learn from them all the time um and and it's just going to be hard for you with <laughs> with is. anybody opposing Thank Hillary so Clinton. Much, it's just going to be hard. It's just hard right now. I'm just struggling so bad. I get so defensive. I feel like people, in particular, the Elizabeth Warren thing is my uh, my new like. I just I can't. I like Elizabeth Warren too, but she hasn't been in the public eye for 20 years. Of course, she seems perfect. Like give her a good round in the media, and they'll find stuff and make her paint her certain ways. And it's just. Oh, it's just so exhausting to me. And I think that, you know, back in our transy days, I remember we had two professors that kind of like warded out. And we had one political science professor that was really outside the system. You got to be outside the system. You got to be an activist. That's the only way change comes. And then we had another political science professor that was like, change only comes when you get inside the system. And I started out outside the system when I was younger. And I would like protest in Old Navy and all these things. And now I'm a total inside the system kind of girl. Like, I don't even remember thinking when I supported Howard Dean, how is he going to get any of this done? You know, like, I just didn't even think that, you know, like, it didn't even occur to me. I just, I loved his rhetoric. I loved what he was promising. And I was like, yeah, let's follow this guy. Let's do this. But I, and I think really watching Obama and the struggles he's had really changed how I feel about this, the, the big promises, just, you know. It was so exciting when he came to office, and it's not that he hasn't made big changes, but, I mean, I just think we see that a big part of the country is not on board with these progressive changes, and they're not going anywhere, and they shouldn't have to. Like, they should be heard, and it it's a democracy, you know? 
I don't know. It's well, frustrating. to give to give a little bit more um, due time to Bernie Sanders supporters, I, I don't think this is exactly what Kristen was saying, but here's my perspective on it. Um, especially looking at the Obama administration, you realize that, yes, the president cannot get a lot done, really. You know, that's mm-hmm. just not the role of the president to get things done. It's the role of the Congress to get things done. The president sets a tone. And, you know, I think there are people who feel that President Obama has set a very positive tone around some issues. I would argue that he has set a rather negative tone around other issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, and I give him credit for some of those positives, too. But that's the president is a leader, not the be all and end all. And so if I'm someone who's supporting Bernie Sanders, I can see saying, yeah, probably not all of this is going to happen. Maybe not much of it's going to happen, but it's the tone that I want set. Mm. And the tone matters and he can put pressure on Congress to act in certain ways and he can use executive authority in other ways. And it'll be progress in the direction that I want to see progress. And more importantly, it will be a revolutionary tone from the White House instead of what feels from Hillary Clinton like more of the same and like something I've seen and felt before. And I know that that's pushing all your buttons and I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, but, but I get that perspective. I completely understand that perspective. And I thought that was highlighted pretty effectively by both candidates in the town hall that happened this week. Mm-hmm. That was such a great format for both of them. They both were much more appealing And, you know, I sat there as a Republican watching it thinking they both seem so much stronger here. They seem more relatable. They seem more relaxed. I feel like I'm getting to know them better than I get to know them when they're like yelling into microphones at these rallies. It certainly put into sharp focus for me why I am a Republican and where my differences are with them in terms of policy. But it was nice to have some moments that were truly about policy and also nice to see them both as the people they are. And my husband and I talked a lot. He did not fall asleep during this one. And we <laughs> talked a lot during it about the just the real significant personality differences of these two and how they could understandably appeal to different people. So, so I get it. And um, I, I think we... We're always going to upset someone. You know, we had somebody very hostile with me about uh, not liking about the fact that I like Chris Christie. Mm. Um, That's going to happen when you're talking about politics. But I I think that it's a fair point to say that we've been more dismissive of Bernie Sanders than he deserves. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I, I told somebody, you know, I just have so many patronizing Bernie bros that talk to me. And sometimes when I'm talking about Bernie, I just see their faces in my head. So I lose all my nuance. But one listener, I don't wish I could remember who it was, said something really great about, I've just realized I need that the president doesn't really lead the charge. So much of what the president does is respond to things that are happening. And I think that's always an important thing to think about. And I thought that was such an insightful thing to say and a really good way to put it and really true. I think that, you know, the president doesn't really read, lead the revolution. The president responds to the revolutions that are happening in front of him on the street. You know what I mean? And I thought that that, or she, see, look what I just did there. He or she. Um, so I thought that was a really good point and an interesting kind of thought process to apply to both of them. If you're looking for a very quick salon quality, but not salon priced manicure, Olive and Jean has you covered. We've talked about Olive and Jean's Manny system before. It has everything that you need 
for a professional manicure in one box. Salon grade tools. Your choice of six polishes. Those polishes are going to last you for seven days or more. The cost breaks down to about $2 a manicure. Olive and June also has press-ons if you want. What I love though is that Olive and June each season is coming out with new colors and I just got a set of spring and summer colors in quick dry polish. And they say this dries in about a minute. It seemed dry to me in about 30 seconds. It was not kidding about being quick dry. I also love the light colors in this set. There is a huge range. My favorite one is called Kitten. It's like a pinkish gray. The quick dry polish gives you full coverage in one or two coats. It lasts for more than five days and it is offered in more than 40 cruelty-free and vegan polishes. Olive and June just understands what's happening in our lives, that we need to move quickly, but we want to look great and feel great and have fun in the process. Visit oliveandjune.com slash pantsu for 20% off your first system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash P-A-N-T-S-U-I-T for 20% off your first Manny system. Just finished A Court of Thorns and Roses and craving another fantasy world to devour? Dipsy's got you. Dive into spicy enemies to lovers' tales or embark on an epic romance between immortal fae and sworn foes. They've got fantasy romance stories perfect for your morning walk, late night, or long bath. Dipsy is an app full of short, spicy audio stories. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. And there's a growing library of fantasy series with werewolves, Greek gods and goddesses, Regency-era historical fiction, and fairy smut to explore the bounds of your pleasure. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipseastories.com slash pantsuit. dipsystories.com slash pantsuit. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Can I get something off my chest? Every day I feel a little pang of sadness. Because I think about Griffin going away to college. Y'all, he's a freshman in high school. This is not healthy or normal. This is why I have it on my list of things to talk to my therapist about. We all carry around these things, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us. Therapy is a safe space to get these things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. You gotta get it off your chest. And you can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash pantsuit today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash pantsy now so winding up friday feedback we're going to move on to dun, 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 iowa That was a very interesting night, to say the least. I fell asleep. <laughs> I'm just going to be straight up. I fell asleep. 
I got too tired. I was like holding my phone. I did one of those where you like fall asleep and it falls back and hits you in the face. I did one of those and I thought, I'm just going to have to wake up and see what happens tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, I hung in until a little bit before midnight and then remembered that I have like a job and a small <laughs> child who's going to be up early and mm. gave it up then. But I, so I gave some impressions from the Republican side in an email to our listeners the next day. But I think people are very interested to hear your comments on the Democratic outcome. Well, I think that um, I'm very happy with Hillary Clinton being the first woman to win the Iowa caucus. I think it's a win is a win. Um, I think Iowa is one of the most white liberal uh, contests out there. And if he couldn't blow her out of the water there like Obama did, like eight points or something, then I think he's going to be in real trouble in more conservative Democratic primaries like South Carolina. Uh, I think that he'll do great in New Hampshire because he's from that area. And, um, but I don't think, I read somewhere and I thought it was 538 that Bernie needed to come out of the Iowa caucus was like twice the delegates she did, which obviously didn't happen because it was a tie. It was so close to a tie. And that was really going to hurt him the way he's trying to, to stack up against her because she has so many super delegates. Um, so I don't think, I still don't think the numbers are in his favor i think that really the coverage of this tie and this coin tossing thing people are obsessed with i just that's when i was i really had to i had to step away i had to straight up step away i was getting so angry and so frustrated with the way it was covered that i mean i think he did great i'm not to take away from the hard work and the you know the passion of his young supporters But I saw, I mean, I saw a 102-year-old lady talking about how she took herself to the polling place to vote for Hillary. She seemed pretty passionate, too. So, and I'm clearly very passionate. So, I'm happy with the results. I'm happy she won. I think she'll lose in New Hampshire. Not not to anyone's surprise. Maybe she'll, I hope it's close. I think that would be really good for her. But then I don't, I just don't see how it continues past, like, South Carolina and stuff. I guess anything could happen, but I don't know. To me, the story on the Democratic side out of Iowa is Iowa's relevance going forward and the sort of integrity of the process in Iowa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the coin toss. Man, people are upset. People are upset by the coin toss. (laughs) The coin toss, the superdelegates, the lack of voter registration forms, the staffing issues. The Des Moines Register today called for a complete audit of this process. Mm. And, and pointed out, look, Iowa, if, if we want to be important, mm-hmm. we have to be accurate and professional. And I think those are interesting points. And there, I think it's amazing that there's no formal process to contest the outcome of the caucus. Yeah, that's, that's that, staggering. Some, yeah, somebody was like, I think it was on NPR, they're like, you can't recount people in a corner. Like, it is what it is. Like, there's no... Like when Donald Trump saw, there's a fraud, we need to do it again. You really think you're going to get everybody back in the room to do it again? Like, it's not like, it's, you're not, we're not recounting, okay? People stand in a corner and yell at each other. Like, it's just not going to happen. I think so, that, I mean, I'm not opposed to Iowa and I'm not opposed to caucuses. I've said before, I really like that they have to go and talk to pe- real people face to face. But, right, I think their process needs a little bit of work. Well, I think the caucuses are fascinating and I would love to participate in them too. 
But I do think that how Iowa responds to what happened here, which was an extraordinary thing and a good thing, I think, for the country. I think I think there is a big divide in the Democratic Party right now. And I think it was on full display. And I think that's healthy. Whichever Mm -hmm. of them come out of this, and I think it is likely to be her, but but who knows? Whichever of them come out of this, they'll be a stronger candidate because Mm -hmm. it was close. That's definitely true. So it's just a generational thing. I feel like this this is what parties do. Well, especially the Democratic Party. I feel like, you know, the next generation comes up and says, this isn't good enough and pushes harder and wants more. And all the old folkies like me (laughs) uh, say, you know, calm down. This is how it works. Get in line. And then just kind of fight it out. I think it's generational. I think there, it it is also very extraordinary to have, I guess it's not. I mean, if you go way, way back in history, but in recent history to have, well, certainly the spouse of a president Mm -hmm. running but then, you know, Jeb Bush, I mean, we're, we're just confronting sort of a weird political era. Yeah. I think it affects her. And, and I think it affects her particularly because of, like, the Clinton Global Initiative. And that there's just a lot swirling around her. And, and that's true of a lot of candidates. But it's a, I think it's different with her. And, and maybe it's just different because of the world that we live in, all the information that we have about well, it. Well, and it's different because she is a woman and I, her past is dealt with in a different way than a man's would be. Like I just, I read some, somebody, there was a, a piece that went around that was like, let me scream in all caps because Hillary can't. And this author was like, you would never, ever have a female candidate like Bernie Sanders. This crazy, wild-haired grouchy grandma socialist never 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 ever would that happen (laughs) like that just this idea i mean i just feel like that you have to acknowledge that her 20 years of politics comes with a lot but so much of it is seen through the 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 lens of her gender and the way it's seen the way it's portrayed it's just so hard to detach what happened from how it was betrayed because she was a woman. Like I was thinking about this today. Can you even fathom what it must have been like to be a working mother as the first lady of Arkansas in the 1970s? I can't even, I can't fathom the crap you would get in Arkansas right now trying to be a working mom. In the 1970s? Like I just can't even fathom and when you hear her in the town hall say, I take criticism seriously, but not personally, I've heard her say that before. And I mean, I just, the, the level of compartmentalization she's had to probably do to develop and do because of 20, you know, 20, 30 years of dang 40, if, if they were all the way back to the seventies of just surviving and being a woman in this environment where there aren't a lot of women. And it was really interesting in, in to go back to Kristen's email, she said something like, the primary proved to her last time that a woman could be in the White House. And I thought, that's not how I felt coming out of it. It felt like, you know, it didn't feel like, okay, we can do this. We got closer. It felt like, oh my God, are we ever going to actually get there? It's so, it's so, it was so discouraging and disheartening. And it's so funny that, you know, she said like, oh, I just, it made it seem to me like, yeah, that's definitely going to happen. It's Definitely not how I felt coming out of it. But sorry, I'm 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 going falling down my emotional hole again. 
Let's let's uh, talk about the Republican results in Iowa. Marco Rubio won, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it seemed like he was being inaugurated. Yeah, he won. Yeah. Congratulations, no has, Marco, on your no win in has Iowa. Ever been so excited about third place? And this, to me, is a great example of of my issue with Marco Rubio, which I don't think there's any there there. I think he is a talented guy. I think he is super good at this process. Like, I think he is slick. I think he managed expectations beautifully in Iowa so that his third place could be a gold medal for him. I just don't, I don't like it. And, you know, he's been running around New Hampshire today telling the same jokes that he told in Iowa. He never goes off script. As I said in our email, maybe I end up having to vote for him as the Republican nominee, but I'm not going to be excited about it. I'm not going to lie. So Ted Cruz wins, and I'm pretty exhausted from all the Ted Cruz on my television. It makes me feel like I need a shower constantly. I don't um, like his face. It's I'm just, sorry. Uh, this is nuanced. where I lose my nuance. I can't, I can't with I Ted I feel like Cruz. it's allowed if we both lost our nuance about somebody. I feel like there's no nuance to be had if both of us are like, ugh. I do. Well, I feel like that's, I feel like we're safe. Let us invite audience feedback. So if you are a Ted Cruz supporter, I would like you to help me understand. I genuinely would. And I'm not saying that to be nasty. No. I genuinely do not understand the Ted Cruz appeal, especially as I'm watching him with this populist message and remembering that he is Ivy League educated, married yeah. to a Goldman Sachs executive. He, this is not an outsider. I, I don't get it. So no. if you want to help me understand that, I will engage with you respectfully. Today, I'm struggling with it. So he Yeah, won. we really just dislike Ted Cruz. I don't have a beef with with Ted Cruz supporters necessarily. I don't know them any that well. So, whereas it's, I have the opposite problem with Bernie. Sometimes it's the Bernie supporters that upset me when I don't have a real beef with Bernie. But yeah, I just, with Ted Cruz, I'm... Oh. He's so, I think, and also it's not as strong with Marco Rubio, but there's both of them when they talk, just feel very swarmy to me. Just very like, I'm saying what you want to hear. Everybody have fun with me saying what you want to hear. Sarah and I have talked many times about our desire to age as gracefully as possible. And skincare is a huge piece of that. I spend a lot of time and money thinking about my skin, and I have added Ritual to my routine, which just gives me a lot of comfort. Ritual is here for us. They have created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted clinical studies, so we know it's working. They're taking the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual Hyacera is one of several Ritual products that I love. I take the daily multivitamin, I take a probiotic, and Hyacera is that once daily skincare supplement that is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. I recently met a friend for the first time in person as opposed to online. And we were discussing the fact that I am 43 and she said, I cannot believe how young you look. And I thought, thank you, Ritual, for that. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash pantsuit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash pantsuit for 25% off. There's not much worse than a dry energy scalp. Also, when you get your hair colored and then it does not last as long as you and your stylist discussed, it could be that unfiltered, mineral-filled water is the culprit. 
Hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin, and about 85% of the United States uses hard water, filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered shower head comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered shower head. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered shower head is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered shower head purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code Pantsuit at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. And they've even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit right. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get 15% off your order with code PODCAST15. So I mentioned also in the email that I sent out that Donald Trump's speech was very gracious, which was a shocking thing for me. I, I said that Donald Trump was gracious and appropriate. <laughs> that only lasted about 30 seconds. I was to say, so. he went right back on that. When that came out that he was like, it's a fraud, do it again. I go, there's the Donald Trump we've all come to know and love. We wondered where you were. People who haven't been following this Trump gives a very short speech following the results from the Republican side coming out. And he's basically like, look, I've loved Iowa. Maybe I'll buy a farm here someday. I think you people are great. On to New Hampshire. I didn't spend much money or time here because everyone said I didn't have a chance. So to come in seconds, pretty good. You know, the end. Here we go. It was yeah. very conventional in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. which was surprising. And, and it seemed mature. Well, then the next day, this story comes out about how the Ted Cruz campaign learned from a CNN reporter that Ben Carson was leaving Iowa to go to Florida and where his home is, I guess. The Cruz campaign sends out some communications that insinuate that Ben Carson is dropping out of the race. Mm. Ben Carson's campaign then, very bizarrely and in such he was getting close. true Ben Carson fashion. Fresh clothes. He needed a change of clothes. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. But the Ted Cruz people insinuated that he was dropping out of the race. And then Trump has this epic, well, not epic, really, for Trump, like, character Just regular old. Trump. Yeah, Temper tantrum, old. which Ted Cruz did give us the phrase Trump or tantrum from this. And that's <laughs> a pretty good one. But then Donald Trump responds and is like, that's pretty funny. I should trademark it. So I got to give him that, too. So he has a tantrum about how... We should redo the whole process because of this fraud by Ted Cruz. 
I think it would have been much smarter of Donald Trump to simply tweet, you know, he's the master of Twitter, tweet a link to the story about the cruise fraud because his campaign had to apologize. They admitted that they screwed up on this. Who, cruises? Yes. So they apologized about that, but not the mailer they sent that was like, you're what was it? Your voter, the voter fraud, the voter um, violation, voting Viol- violation, like these really official looking things telling people they had to come to the caucus because they didn't have enough like voter points. They well, like, were getting- unapologetic about that, but they're apologizing about the other thing. That's right. And that mailer listed people's neighbors and gave them voting grades based on their past participation. No, the cruise campaign stands by that. And they say that is a tried and true technique. Social pressure works. They aren't wrong. Right, but it's I lying. Think. Right. It's, well, it doesn't the make it. problem? That's you know, the, the fact problem. that it was effective doesn't mean it's wise or an act of integrity. And I think that's the problem. But they did apologize about insinuating that Ben Carson was dropping out of the campaign. Interesting. They sort of blamed CNN for it, which was pretty ridiculous and false also. Anyway, if I were Donald Trump, that's not something I think about often. If I were <laughs> Donald Trump. I would have tweeted a link to the story about the apology and just said something short like, what a typical politician, right? And left it at that. And I think if he had done something just a tiny bit more subtle, not even subtle, but like moving in the subtle direction of the spectrum, that he would have come across entirely differently and had a very positive spin in the news cycle. Yeah. Going into New Hampshire. I don't know what's going to happen in New Hampshire from this. It's only five days away. I was just looking. We're recording on Thursday night. It's only five days away. Everyone has anointed Marco Rubio. I really hope that we have a strong finish from one of the governors. And at this point, I'm hopeful that that'll be Jeb Bush. But I'll be fine if it's if it's not. <laughs> You'll take I, any governor. <laughs> I'll take a governor. I don't have the passion that you have about any particular candidate, obviously. I just, I want someone who knows what he's doing and is reasonable and can, as you said, the president is reactive to crises. I would like someone who I trust to some extent to react to crises in a responsible way. So I'm hopeful that New Hampshire brings somebody out. I mean, Cruz is so well-funded that he's not going down in New Hampshire. Cruz is going to be in through the the SEC primaries. Um, That's not going to be true of everybody else. I think Jeb Bush could go the distance in terms of funding. Certainly Trump can hang around as long as he chooses to hang around. Everybody else is going to need some momentum. Mm -hmm. You know, we've already lost Rand Paul, which makes me sad ahead of the Saturday night debate because I do think he's so good in debates. We've said that before. We've lost Rick Santorum now. I'm less sad about that. Mike Huckabee's out. So at least the field is narrowing. Surprising to me that Carly Fiorina is still in. I think that's, um, I, I don't know where her money is coming from. But I, but I am surprised that she didn't quit after Iowa. If you think, do you talk about disappointment, the number of hours that woman has spent in Iowa? And she has. She answers every question. She hangs around. She doesn't restrict access to the press from what I've seen. To only come away with, what was it, one delegate? That just has to be crushing. Well, did you see the thing about how... Um... Jeb Bush basically paid $25,000. I don't know if it was a vote or delegate, how much money he spent. I thought it was like 
$5,200 of vote. I don't know. It must have been a delegate I did then. see. I did see that chart. Oof. And it, it, they have had a strange strategy, though. They, they poured money in, then they kind of said, no, we're going to focus on New Hampshire, and then they put more money in. I feel like Right to Rise just has more money than it knows what to do with, and so mm-hmm. there's not a real focused strategy. I, I'm not going to repeat myself too much. I'm just frustrated with the people running Jeb Bush's campaign. They have a better candidate than they're letting the world see, and it makes me really mad. But excited to see what happens in New Hampshire. We've got a lot of stuff happening between now and then, so after we wrap this session up, we're going to watch and live tweet the Democratic debate, and then we've got a Republican debate on Saturday. Um, and a new show coming up next week that I'm pretty excited about. Oh, y'all, this new show. Get excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We have a very special guest. That's your teaser. A very, very special guest. A guest that I will just say, when this person agreed to come on our show, I felt like I had died and gone to heaven. Yeah, it felt a little, it it felt very um, special. special. I need another word. Surreal. It was surreal. surreal. Yeah, surreal. Surreal. All right, but we're not going to tell you anything more because you'll have to listen. Ha ha ha. So thank you to my husband, Nicholas, for always producing our podcast and being so great. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And as always, keep it nuanced, y'all. Bye.